0: Hey everyone, I'm Yannick, the Consciousness Doula, and I'm here to help you birth a new reality. I'm a spiritual life coach, channel, and writer who is committed to assisting humanity in our ascension in consciousness. First, through how I be in the world, and secondly, through what I do.
1: And I'm Jess, also known as Ray Solar. I'm a holistic practitioner, a spiritual channel, and a student of the ever-expanding universe. This season of our podcast is dedicated to the Divine Feminine, depicting the ways Black women are ushering in the new paradigm in their own lives and the collective through their spiritual practices and their businesses, careers, and passion projects.
0: Thanks for listening. Let's get started in the show. Hey, Elevated listeners, this is episode Two! Season
1: two! And it is great to be back. How are you doing today, Anique?
0: I'm doing great. Happy International Women's Day! Yes, it is.
1: We're recording this on International Women's Day, so there's a good energy going around. Lots of positivity uh, on the gram, lots of positivity in real life. So, I'm wearing my women's shirt. The future is female!
0: Yeah, the future is female. Indeed!
1: Word to that. But... Um, the day this episode's coming out is National Day of Unplugging, so yeah. Friday the 13th is... And that
0: is the center of our episode. Yes. Yeah,
1: so- we have
0: the beautiful Tatiana of A Lot Louder with us. Tatiana is an LA-based writer and performer. She is the culture editor of the Santa Monica Corsair, and she's passionate about storytelling and connecting with others organically, which is what makes her the perfect guest for this episode, Mm -hmm. you guys. It's amazing. Yeah, she has lots
1: of tips, lots of insight on the the reality of what it means to be plugged in versus unplugging in this world. We challenge you guys to unplug. I know you're listening to a podcast right now. If you're listening (laughs) to the day it came out, maybe unplug after the episode episode or come back to it tomorrow but see uh challenge yourself i will be challenging myself and uniquely be participating yes i will be unplugging so i I think
0: (laughs) unplugging is different for different people and for me unplugging i'll be unplugging from social Mm -hmm. on this day of national unplugging I, like that.
1: I think I'm going to unplug from my phone. That's my intention. It's oh, just good. using it if I only really need to. But the my, time we spend mindlessly scrolling is yeah. time I could be spending doing literally anything else. So yeah. uh, sending so good energy to that. But let's dive into our conversation with Tatiana. Yeah.
0: Enjoy.
2: Enjoy.
0: Hey, Tatiana. Hi.
2: Hey, girls. Oh, my gosh. This is so cool.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. You're so excited. Oh my God, thank you so much for
2: having me. I was just listening to some Ethiopian jazz and like this came through right over it. I was hoping it would be playing as I like came on, but it stopped.
0: (laughs) Oh man, I love that Ethiopian jazz. You put me on Yeah,
1: Yannick told me you put her on, so then you put me on.
2: (laughs) It's It's so good, right? Yeah, I love it. In honor of
0: have national unplugging day which is Mm -hmm. friday the 13th we're having tatiana on to talk to us about the intersection of creativity spirituality and unplugging what does unplugging mean to you
2: oh so i guess i'm someone that is not really plugged i'm not that plugged in so you're
0: the perfect guest for this yeah
2: yeah unfortunately i'm like anti-plugged in i don't know i think most of uh the social media sort of stuff it gives me more anxiety than it brings me joy so i just don't do it Mm um i mean it's not that i don't do it at all and i have fun because it can be like playing with lisa frank stickers and stuff you know um it can be fun (laughs) but I just don't really go on social media that much. And I I don't watch an incredible amount of TV either. I have like two shows that I like to watch. But other than that, honestly, I like to actually engage with people if I can. What um, a concept. <laughs> I know what a concept. Literally, like just the other day, I was with my friend Anne, and we were going to watch something. But then I was like, no way. Like, Fuck Mary Kill. (laughs) These are the people, (laughs) you know, like get in a conversation. And then today, like I was talking to my roommates about like just scary stuff that happened in our hometowns. Just little, even little conversation starters like that, that kind of get people involved with the people who are actually around them, I feel like are so helpful.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's more like plugging into those who are actually around you. Exactly. Plugging into your your environment.
1: I love great. that
0: you talked about TV because honestly, when I was talking about unplugging, I would not e- even thought about
1: television. That was the first thing I unplugged with. Really? Yeah. Social media is I've had a harder struggle with, but TV I was I just I feel so drained after a while watching. No, it's it.
0: true, and your eyes hurt.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. When... I'm like, this is not physically making me feel well, so let me walk away. Yeah. Just, it's, kind it's kind
2: of emotionally just... draining. I feel like. It does, yeah. Especially when
1: things are targeted, like depending on what we're watching, to make us feel certain ways, mm-hmm. it's like we're just subjecting ourselves to feel whatever. To the be TV on this emotional roller coaster. Is. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes we're not adept for that. We have other things to be emotional or not emotional about in our own lives, and I feel like it's too easy to just surrender our emotions to our to the television and yeah. to the news and stuff like that. But that leads into a question I have. So. Um, since you're unplugged do you do you face resistance or do you ever find it challenging when like networking or when meeting people and they tell them oh I'm not really on social media like how has that impacted your like your growing as a creator
2: that's a good question um you know I think it helps a lot that I'm in school so Mm -hmm it helps a lot making more organic connections with people. I mean, that being said, I like, I do use Instagram and I post every once in a while and I can engage with people on it. So that's not to say that I never make connections through it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, on rare, like I'll work with people on there. So it's not that it never happens, but I think I just am kind of lucky enough to be in the zone. And like, of course, living in L.A. too, that... I don't like have to rely solely on social media to connect with people that's more Mm. the secondary connection of somebody who Mm. I met IRL and then we connect on the gram so I definitely feel (laughs) lucky for that you know like it's LA there's so many like communities like even meeting you Unique like we didn't yeah. meet on social media. We didn't, like... we met in Yeah, and I feel like I talk to you more in, like, real... If not, like, text or, like, I'll see you, you know? Like, we yeah. we definitely met organically. So I feel like I'm just lucky to still kind of rely on that. And I still, like, when I want to catch up with people, I'm more likely to send them a text. So long story short, too long didn't read. <laughs> I think that does it hinder my growth as an artist that I don't use social media, yes, uh, it hinders a certain type of growth, but I think that mm. I'm more welcoming the kind of growth that would happen organically anyway. But again, that's just uh, more, like, if it appeals to somebody to have 10,000 followers on like that sort of rapid growth, that's sort of virtual, that is yeah. tight. And like, if that pays your bills, fuck it up. But that's <laughs> not, <laughs> that, at the moment, at this moment in time, that ain't me. Yeah.
1: I feel like there's a certain pressure that comes with social media that everybody should be on it and we should be using it because it is a tool and like if we're mindful about it, but um, there's sometimes people feel like they are lacking if they're not on social media. So it's yeah. good that people you're able to claim authentically and say, well, I'm not looking to be yeah for ourselves exactly cuz there's like that influencer culture and everyone wants to be an influencer but we can do our life's work and follow our soul's journey without being a social media influencer yes, yes for sure and grow within our own communities and like you said LA is a great community to grow in so we're lucky to be surrounded by that yeah, that's a good point. You inspire yeah. me because I've been thinking, <laughs> like, how am I going to grow my business while also simultaneously walking away from where my business is? So yeah.
2: it's like, that's funny. yeah, it's hard, yeah. too, because i like, the, I would say the more money a person makes on their social media, like the harder it is to get off of it, because you're literally mm-hmm. you're just doing your work and making your income. Yeah. Exactly. TBH. I've been sent on auditions all the time where it's like, OK, how big is your social media following? How ah. that sort of stuff, and so, in those instances, it's like, yeah, I like that is that is a type of growth that maybe I'm missing out on, um, mm. you know, if I'm not doing it because if I had x amount of followers, then they'd want me for this thing, but I mean, and I don't know uh, maybe it helps that I'm not like I don't wanna I say I hate people, but more <laughs> more. like. <laughs>
0: Recognize that it hasn't been beneficial to your mental health so I think that's the important exactly and I guess that leads into my other question of how do you think that unplugging impacts your creative process
2: Mm. okay so I guess yeah kind of piggybacking on what I was saying before like I guess I've realized oh I mean if it's a certain production that does rely that heavy on followers, maybe it's not something that I necessarily want to be a part of. <laughs> so yeah. in terms of like my creative process, um, mm-hmm. I think I'm a very tactile person. So like, I love school supplies. I love pens, pencils, like just things <laughs> yes. that I can touch, you know? And so I think yeah. that a lot of my creative process, I try to keep tactile. Um, I handwrite a lot of the things that I write before they would ever get typed. And Wow, that's great. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I've loved just like working on my handwriting, even as I take Mm -hmm. notes in class or something, just like each little thing um, that kind of keeps you present and is practicing a craft, but is also just purely like, this is my creative process. And it has nothing to do with being digital. I I mean, there's different mediums that rely more on digital stuff, but I think it helps to just lock, kind of lock yourself away in your room put the stuff on airplane mode and just work as if your life depends on that work, you know? Yeah.
0: I love that. Well, how do you think unplugging impacts your spiritual journey?
2: Oh, okay. So same sort of thing. I, I think my biggest spiritual practice at the moment, besides just being present is bringing a spiritual element or I guess uh, like, you know, some spiritual stakes to everything I do. Mm -hmm. So even as I'm talking to you right now, that's a spiritual process. And that, like, I'm not doing anything else. I can, you know, I'm talking to you on the phone, but I'm not looking through anything else. I'm not scrolling on Reddit. Um, I'm not on anything else. So it's that sort of idea that, you know, in, in that digital world where we have a million windows open, that doesn't really do much for us because our focus and our intention is where the spiritual meets the physical. And so if we can't kind of laser that out, then we can't, we're not really doing anything. So I feel like our, our devices sort of spread us out and take away our power because they take away our ability to focus and they do things for us that doing for ourselves keeps our spiritual mental muscles strong, you know girl Either are you
1: preaching
2: today no. oh my god girls. <laughs> thank you Love
1: that. so there's, there's scientific research out there that shows the impact of like you're talking about writing things out versus typing it and how it helps our brains if we physically write something out mm-hmm. versus just putting it onto a screen like that process of bringing the spiritual because if you think about our concepts that come to us our our visions and our um, ideas creativity um, wise could be considered spiritual channels and then bringing mm-hmm. it to the physical by writing it so that's helping that flow whereas I feel like put, personally I feel like typing things out because I'm on the same boat I cannot type it out as my first draft like if it's getting no. typed that right. means it's getting sent somewhere <laughs> and I had to put it on
2: the computer <laughs> yeah.
1: because it makes me feel like I'm actually getting it out of the and putting it into the physical and it's tangible at that point yeah so I hear you on that one oh exactly and, and then, um, so with social media, cause you are on it. Um, do you ever see some like toxic toxicity in the spiritual or in the social media? I should say that you do partake in because even with myself, like I'll be, um, I follow mostly people that post about their spiritual journeys or like post food recipes and stuff, but they still are these toxic habits that we have adapted to that. We, I think we think comes with the norm. So what do you see out there that may not be so beneficial, and how do you avoid it?
2: Mm, that's an interesting one. Um, yeah,
1: that's now that one. am giving a second to process. I'm still processing <laughs> it. yeah. Um,
2: I mean, I think we've all seen people sort of like collapse back or go the fuck off on any various social media source and I'm not necessarily one to um I don't know I'm not one to do the clapping I really like (laughs) my social media legs are like baby legs so like even if I wanted to I don't think I could like wreak havoc on social media it's just like not my strong element like (laughs) but I, I we've all seen people like clap back and go off on those things and i think that whether reading them or sending them to someone that i think that's something that's toxic that i yeah i mean i'm sure i've done that shit that it's so funny if it's making not even necessarily making fun of somebody but just like a certain meme that is super funny to one group of people and doesn't take another group of people into account and that sort of thing that stuff spreads like wildfire and it's not necessarily healthy there are some do. harmless ones but there are some harmful ones too and do. I think that that's like <laughs> like our middle school selves. Yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah. Like memes
1: have been evolving and they've been getting more complex and more like cuz if you think about cuz when I was in middle school is when memes really started getting popular. And I just remember how innocent they were and how mm. looking back now, <laughs> it was like they're not even that funny anymore because we've like, created it into this way that we kind of express our our inner conflicts. And, and now they're
0: so layered. Exactly. They have like so many different kinds of groups, like you were talking about, different groups, like you'd have to be in that group, really like been in there for a while to get what that meme is trying to. Right. <laughs> we don't even realize
1: that that's what we could be sending half the time. And we think that we're doing something positive, like you said, by sharing it. And yeah. and finding humor in something, but then the root of that humor individually in all of us isn't pure and isn't really adding to our growth.
0: So. That could also be like a positive of social media too, because it's a very accurate reflector mm-hmm. of what's really going on in us. Because if it was so disturbing to us, we really wouldn't share. You know? Yeah. Why
1: does the algorithm think that this is what I want to see?
0: Is it is it what I want to see? Yeah. So that, that could be an aspect of how we can use it as a tool yeah. to like become more self-aware and see actually it's your mind externalized so you can look at it and be like oh this is what I've been looking at just even apart from social media like your google searches and the websites you visit and all of these things they're a reflection of what's going on in you what's the predominant like through line of thoughts oh my gosh.
2: That yeah. are continuously wait say that again <laughs> say that again it's your, your mind what your it's your mind externalized okay yeah. so <laughs> that is huge that's huge girls because I was just thinking about how like you know how you can say any various publication has like an editorial leaning or like a, mm. a certain dialogue about it. You yeah. know, we create. I feel like our societal dialogue nowadays is so created from like the, co- you know, all the tiny dialogues that we create on social media. Yes. Um,
1: yes. Yes. For like one sure. person's conversation will blow up to a, a, an argument going on in the news and everyone will be so uplifted or so worked up, I should say, from, one person's tweet, and yeah. like, it was so, right, like letting ourselves be sensitive to that. Like when we were talking about unplugging from TV, that's one of the reasons I had to unplug from TV because yeah. they will take any minor thing and will blow it up as much as possible in order to get. And then you're you know continuously know I mean? thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, and then it becomes part of your brain because, like you said, it's externalized. Just like people are our mirrors, our experiences are our mirrors, and are there to teach us lessons. So yeah.
2: Well, this, yes, yeah. even just the things that, like, certain shows or, you know, whatever will tell you are important. <laughs> that's another thing I don't like about TV is that even as we weave, like, alternate dialogues of, like, oh, this is a cool character or that's a cool character. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Sometimes it just feels like the same kind of the same dialogue recycled yeah, like to include to get, like different people or different stakes for entertainment number. value.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like they know what, what works, like the molds that work and that's the whole, and like the industry is based on that, knowing what we, they think we want versus what we want. And that's where social media has that difference where we are in control of yes, what we see yes. essentially and
0: i think that's the thing where we can kind of like take our power back and exactly. decide what do i want to see what do i want to amplify yeah, how
1: often and what capacity like yeah it just takes a lot of self-discipline and that's what i've learned
0: and i'm excited to unplug i'm excited to follow your lead i am unplugging I am. <laughs> my my experience with unplugging though has really been just about leaving my phone in the car and going in nature for a couple of hours. Yeah. That's been like the extent, but I would love to have more designated times of like, this is a time for me to unplug and just like be.
1: Yeah. And be intentional with it. Yeah. And then we have, this has been an awesome yeah. conversation. Has, we have a few questions for you that we have asked all of our guests um, as we Yeah, out. of course. So what, uh, first question is what inspires you to do the work that you do and to create as you do?
2: hmm well i think kind of just knowing that it's kind of like an if not you who sort of thing Mm. um and i was just talking to unique about like what (laughs) (laughs) what kind of storyteller am i Mm -hmm. is it underrepresented peoples marginalized peoples or whatever but i think that just like uh, knowing that i am having those conversations is the important part more Mm -hmm. and Yeah, just kind of realizing I like the work that I do. I like the stories that I'm telling, you know, but there's stories that a lot of people might not hear otherwise. Mm. Um, I'm the culture editor at my college's newspaper, and I just did a story on straight washing, which is basically the heterosexualizing of certain and in this instance in the article it was characters on screen that Mm -hmm. in their book versions are um, of the lgbtqia community Mm -hmm. and spectrum but and they're made straight for the film screen
0: Uh
2: it's that sort of thing that like people so many people who are well-cultured well-versed in these stories did not know that Mm -hmm. and so it's that sort of stuff of just like well if you weren't here to tell a certain story, then a lot of people would not know about this thing. No.
1: Very true. Admiral. All right,
0: on the next question. And our next question for you is, how do you deal with a challenge that come your way throughout the day from, you know, construction on the 405 to
2: a huge mountain
0: <laughs> in your family? Like when a challenge comes your way, how do you deal with it?
2: Um cursing, complaining, <laughs> doing everything in excess. <laughs> um telling everything I hate it. <laughs> basically mm-hmm. not well. I'm a Scorpio, so oh, it just basically I understand. <laughs> <Stay> <laughs> no, okay. basically self sabotage my way through it <laughs> <laughs> and wake up on the other side of the car. And then say, Oh that happened um, keep
1: pushing. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I mean I, I think it- Uh, that's a um, what a great question um all those things are very true (laughs) but I think that uh on the flip side actually kind of knuckling into a craft Mm -hmm. I've been so much more disciplined with my writing since I've been in school and since I've been taking more like writing based classes and less gen eds Mm -hmm. so like kind of keeping the consistency of at this day i'll be doing this thing uh-huh. at this time uh-huh. Important. just because you know it's consistency and it becomes less about you know will everything happen right or wrong and just like okay work on my work ethic mm-hmm. you know yeah. so things get a little bit less stressful also just favorite things i love like listening to podcasts yeah. shout out to you yeah. guys look it up yeah. <laughs> um you know listening to podcasts you like reading something you like um watching your favorite movie calling someone that you absolutely love just that stuff that like you know see a good friend that sort of stuff that just reminds you what you like about everything no matter what yes
1: how do you stay present throughout the day so let's say how do you reel yourself in from not having an explosion because again i'm asking you for some tips too because (laughs) you all have those days but how do you bring yourself back to the present moment even when you're creating how do you make yourself as present as possible
2: um, i think just recognizing the myth that anything besides the present moment could ever exist mm-hmm. and the idea that like you know any as like if we're talking craft or whatever there's no prizes to be won, period. There's only the work that you put into something. Yeah. That is the reward. Yeah. So like in our in our day, there's nothing to be gotten, there's nothing to be achieved, but for every moment to be like sliced through, you mm. know what I mean? And just like absolutely annihilated. Okay. Cause that's all it, we are is each moment. So I think kind of just remembering that of like, if I can leave this moment if I want to, but like, I'm only kidding yeah. myself. Yeah. That's right
1: too.
0: Love that. So what do you think is the focus of your spirit right
2: now? Witchy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, girls, everything is just wish, wish, wish. (laughs) I just, right. I just sympathize so much with that. Like, and I've been also just getting, feeling so much love and like identity with like the asexual, a romantic community lately. And I was listening to this podcast sounds fake, but Okay. Mm -hmm. About like witches and their like asexual connotation and that sort yeah. of stuff, and um, just the idea that of that character that's kind of an observer of society that oh. owns their own power at whatever cost, yeah. and you know, and just like has fun with other witches dancing like yeah, naked in the yeah, forest, yeah, basically, nice, nice. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, and just that like, just that idea of a spirit. That free sort of individual spirit, and also just using my everyday actions and intentions as my spiritual practice and as my spiritual power. Ooh, I
1: think. love it. Love it. All right. And the last question we have is, what is the focus of your human work right now? So, what projects are you working on? You can plug anything. Um, what do you do? With the physical?
2: <laughs> plug anything. Well slowly but surely my graphic novel sex on planet weird which deals a lot with like yeah (laughs) i i did a teaserama with my friend sydney like forever ago and um it was in lady gun back then and it was just like baby just barely came up with the Mm -hmm. characters but i've been stitching it together scene by scene and i have a cool artist for it so that's like wild far future um also this to get like shorter and shorter um april 1st the foolhardy dance party i believe it will be at the honor fraser gallery in culver city um i'm not sure what i'll be doing for that yet i think maybe i'll be teaching come out for that it's so it's so cool my friends put that on i'll like I'll blast some stuff about that on yeah. the socials. See, this is where yeah, I love it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like plugging things in right on social media after I just talked about hey <laughs> and guys, I just, just said, said like, oh yeah, mom. we'll plug
1: your social media. I'm like, well, wait, but this is where the instances where that's that's the most important kind yeah. of... We're so. consciously using it for Exactly. So we'll have people... To connect with the listeners to exactly. the dance party. Yes, they can all follow you. So I about swear, it no though. Well.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, this is great. Thank
0: you
2: for if coming. If you want to go to like a fun party oh yeah of course thank you yeah foolhardy dance party also what else oh yeah my single Reese's Pieces finishing it up it'll be out this spring with an A side and a B side yeah that That, that debuted at the last foolhardy dance party so I'll plug all these things in it's all great (laughs) love you family love you friends I'm like what else do I do with this brief moment (laughs) of spotlight
1: bask (laughs) thank you so much for talking to us this has been a really insightful conversation I'm glad we had you on the episode to help us see some light and that we don't need to be as plugged in as sometimes we may feel we need to be yes
0: you were an inspiration for us all truly
2: (laughs) thank you
1: girls
2: bye bye have a good day bye
0: This week in in Wu Wei. (laughs) So, Jess, how was your Wu Wei practice this week?
1: This week, I found myself uh, surrendering and fully flowing with the work demands ah. and the very practical things. That was at least what I found resistance with at first that I acknowledged I needed to flow with rather than um, fighting against it because I'm busier right now than I've been in a long time. Ooh. And yeah, so and I know I'm, I'm most productive when I'm busy, but mm-hmm. it's that shift of going from doing less to now doing more or d- go, diving deeper into what I was doing. So yeah. that was causing me some some... Uh, resistance in the beginning of the week, I was kind of not really, um, accepting it and kind of trying to stay in my old mentality. So once I've surrendered to it and seeing that things that may seem difficult, one, usually aren't as difficult as my brain makes them out to be. <laughs> once true. I actually sit down and do the damn thing. Yeah. Um, so once I got that through my head, and it's a constant reminder because I'll realize that now and then tomorrow will be sitting in the same situation. Yeah. That's why it's a practice. Exactly. So I've been practicing with just accepting the work and realizing that it's for my benefit. And, mm-hmm. that, and I've been trying to use other words besides work. Oh, that's good. Yeah, just like practice and uh, creation and stuff like that because work has such a negative connotation. Yeah, it has a
0: lot of stuff that probably gets stirred up in us when we hear it. Exactly, work. you have to go to work. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds like I don't want to, (laughs) but things
1: that I'm doing I actually do want to do. So just kind of retraining my brain and knowing that um, going with it is my only option and the best option (laughs) once I realize it. What about you, Unique? How are you in Wu Wei this week?
0: Well, right now I feel like I've been dealing with the more subtle aspects of why it can be challenging to practice Wu Wei because it's not always very easy to see what is flowing and what is going against it. That's you know, true. like when a situation is happening, like what would I really need to do to flow with this right now? Mm-hmm. Or what would I really need to do to like not be flowing with this?" Yeah. But recognizing in my own practice that it calls for more present. Mm -hmm. because the place that you'll be able to see is in your body like oh does it feel good you know what i mean because even when you're resisting stuff because you're trying to like you were saying you're trying to be like oh i want to relax or whatever that still doesn't feel good to you exactly so like it's not honest and it's not flowing with the with the you know the stream of life yeah sometimes
1: i will feel like i'm relaxing like you said relaxing and uh Feel still stressed about it, but yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, then, then instead of forcing, yeah, instead of forcing myself to relax, maybe then that's when you tune into the body and say, why am I stressed? Yeah, because I have
0: energy that wants to be, moved. To be used. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so
1: starting to get that energy. Uh, there's a time for resting, and there's a time for not. And yeah. our body is really in control of that. Yeah. So okay. yeah, that's true. Right I guess we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, so next week and move away.
0: And thank you for listening. Yes. Till next time, stay, stay elevated. elevated.
1: Bye.